0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast episode of Coffee with Shay. It's your host, your girl, Shy. <laughs> so I say my name both ways, and people get so confused. They're like, which one is it? And I'm always like, yeah. And they're like, okay, so which one is it? And I'm like, the answer is yes. Anyways, it is the morning for me, and it it's actually currently 8 o'clock in the morning. And I, you know, wish I was drinking a hot coffee because right now, the topic I'm going to talk about is hot, hot, hot. And unfortunately, because we're iced coffee girlies, yeah, a little stir there for you. Um, Because we're iced coffee girlies, we only have iced coffee for this topic. So while this topic is hot, 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 I'm going to be sipping on my latte. So today's drink of the day is Starbucks Nespresso pods out of my Nespresso double shot. Okay. We're really trying to go for the day. Double shot with, um, froth iced cold foam. So it's like, you know how the frothers do cold foam. Um, and it is caramel cold foam. Sorry, excuse me. Um, I do sometimes add salt because, you know, we like a good salted caramel. And when we get it from Starbucks, it's never froth as much as I want because they always, like, blame it on the almond milk or the oat milk. But that's on them. Um, get better milk, alternatives, fries, and make sure it froths. Anyways, so today's topic is hot, 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 and the reason I say this is because it's a topic that I have struggled with since sixth grade, and so we're going to be talking about conventional attractivism, so conventionally attractive, and who is conventionally attractive, why do we consider them conventionally attractive, Um, who is now considered conventionally attractive, because like when I'm talking about my topic, my topic stems all the way back from sixth grade, so if you can't see me right now and you don't know what I look like, because you can't see me right now. Anyways, um, if you don't know me, that's more of the thing. If you don't know me, um, when you look at me, I do have a septum piercing. I have brown eyes that are, I have really pretty brown eyes now. Um, I've always had pretty brown eyes, but I have really pretty brown eyes. I have black medium to like kind of longish hair. I would say like more medium. It's not that long, uh, but it's longer than it used to be. so medium hair that is black, I mean jet black, like not just like brown black, like this thing is jet black, and I am a mid-sized girly, so we're, you know, 200-pound club over here, and the other thing that is also really, really noticeable about me is I have a full sleeve of Star Wars tattoos. Yeah, I also have a monkey chimp, ape thing, whatever you want to call it, um, for my grandpa on my thigh, and then I have some random, like, you know, girly tattoos, I want to say girly, but I mean, like, Pinterest girly tattoos on my body, um, and those things will probably eventually be covered up, because I do like the more realistic style, traditional, (laughs) traditional, not realistic, those tattoos are realistic, but I like a more traditional style, and so, my throat is like just killing me. Let me take a little sip out of this. Okay, so I like a more traditional style tattoo, and if I had known that, I definitely would have gotten um, traditional style tattoos my entire life. But unfortunately, that's not the case. Okay, so um, I am five four and a half. I have like a six foot tall partner, so they're definitely towering over me. But let's kind of go back to 6th grade Shay. So I remember being in 6th grade distinctly. And I've been around people who dye their hair their entire life. Like my mom has never had one color. And my grandma has always made sure her hair is jet black. And so it was nothing new for me to think about like dyeing my hair. And in 6th grade I like begged my parents to dye my hair blonde. And that's where it started. (laughs) So dyeing my hair blonde was a decision that I made based off of a more conventionally attractive style. I am 23 now, so you know what era I grew up in, but definitely this has been covered by like Kim Kardashian, the era that we grew up in. She's older than me, but the era of that time was like the blonde hair, the blue eyes, the really skinny girls, um no boobs, no butt. Like basically these girls were just very tiny. Um in the words of Drew from TikTok, it's giving pedo It's giving real pedo It is. Um because that is just unfortunate that that was the standard being really small and petite, you know. Like, "Oh my gosh, help me get something from the top shelf." Uh, oh my gosh, my boyfriend, I'm like five foot and my boyfriend's like um, six foot. Yeah, like he's a total, totally like a whole foot taller than me. Um, I never liked that idea because I was a five, six and a half girly at that time. Okay, growing up, I was five, six and a half. I think my my, somehow I have shrunk. I don't know how. When I have platforms on, I look a lot taller than I really am. But I was five, six and a half, and I was like, oh, why are all these five foot girls like taking the, the tall guys? Like, I'm not a tall guy. Like, I'm kinda of tallish. I'm I'm more medium, and I want someone that will hit my height. Okay, anyways. So I wanted someone that definitely hit my height. I say so anyways, because I had to pause this because there's someone with like a lawnmower going around, and I don't really want that in the background. No one wants to hear that abruptly. Okay. But, um, you know, I do, I, I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't really make fun of those girls, but it totally is a thing that was like conventionally attractive, you know, a teeny weeny, you know, giving very, very pedo in all honesty. Okay. This lawnmower keeps coming back. And I swear, if you can hear it, I am so sorry, but this person is deciding at eight o'clock in the morning that they're just going to roam around the grass and just hang out around the grass. I don't, I don't give it anyways but it was definitely giving very pedo back in the day I told you today's topic is hot like I'm gonna be very honest and I'm also gonna take things that I have learned from other people um about conventionally attractivism anyways so I asked to dye my hair blonde and I was like oh my gosh make me blonde get me blue eye contacts and at the time my mom did not have blonde hair my grandma did not have blonde hair the only person who had blonde hair is my brother and he was naturally blessed with some blonde hair and I I don't get it but um I had blonde hair as a baby like you know everyone says that they have blonde hair as a baby but I really did actually have blonde hair as a baby anyways so the other thing is I did have blue eyes in my family so my mom was like blessed by blue eyes and now there's like another truck who's just deciding to be super loud next to me anyways um this is really thrown off the whole thing let's get back to the rant. I'm gonna get fixated on the fact that these things don't care about anyone else so anyways um my mom did have really pretty blue eyes. My brother had really pretty blue eyes. A lot of my family had these pretty blue eyes and I'm the firstborn, So I ended up with brown eyes and I hated them. Um, because that was not the beauty standard. Once again, the beauty standard is the blue eyes, the blonde hair and petite little girls, you know, petite, and so that was the standard and I was trying to fit in and I remember like distinctly just dyeing my hair year after year after year. And so I'm not going to lie to you and say I don't fit, I didn't fit into some part of the conventional standards. So my entire life, I I think my highest was my freshman year of college. I was like 125, 130. I always kind of teetered on that. I would weigh myself often and we wonder why I was so small. <laughs> Okay. We're not going to get into like a trigger wording, but we can all guess why I was really, really small. I also played sports. So I was a smaller girl. However, did I fit into size double zero? No. Did I fit into a size zero? No. Was I fitting into size eight pants? Yeah. Like it was very more midsize, but in that era of time growing up, that was not okay. Like I remember distinctly being like, oh, my gosh, I am so fat. Like, I um, have these, like, love muffins and I would pick on everything. And it was kind of because the language that I was hearing in my household was this, you know, fat is a bad word. Fat means bad. And as, as I've gotten older and I've listened to other people, fat is a very neutral term. Um, and, like, my partner doesn't like to hear me say that, and he will not, like, stand for me saying that, but at the same time, I think it's a very neutral term at this point. Like, yeah, I've got a little bit of extra weight. I'm more mid-sized. Um, I'm still, you know, curvier and stuff, but I'm still considered mid-sized, and I was, even then, at, like, a lower weight, I was still considered mid-sized, which is so weird, but, um, I had friends that were, Bigger than I was and I feel terrible that I would ever talk about my weight and I hope that I never made those people feel bad and I'm sure I did and I take full responsibility for that because I did fit into that what a girl looked like conventionally attractive like I had no boobs, I had a bigger butt, uh, my waist was smaller and so I fit into that but everything else about me didn't fit into that standard. (laughs) And as we've gotten older, that standard has really moved. You know, we're now embracing big boobs. We're now embracing the more naturally curvier body. But due to people like the Kardashians, it's a drastic curve. You know, it's like you need to have the biggest butt and the biggest boobs. And the smallest, tiniest little waist. And that's bull. That's bull. Okay, I'm trying not to cuss on here. But that's bull. And... Um, however, the blonde hair stayed up until two years ago. I split dyed my hair, 10 blonde hair, and I've dyed it myself. You know, I, every time I've had blonde hair, I've only had it professionally dyed by one person and she literally killed my hair. Um, she's a great hair artist, but my hair was not healthy after that for a really, really, really long time. She also didn't, teach me how to take care of like professionally dyed hair and so I think that's part of the reason that it died I'm gonna take a little drinky drink iced coffee girlies so anyways um I had blonde hair up until about two years ago I'm gonna say around two years ago because I didn't get it dyed until like September of 2020 because I it was dyed for my um, my graduation in October. So September 2020, I went to a hairstylist and I was like, this split eye is terrible. And she was like, okay, do you want to go all black? And my hairstylist is my girl. That's my lady. I love her more than anything in this world. She knows everything about my life. Um, and I was like, okay, let's do it. Um, can we dye the underneath? You know, can we do a whole, uh, what was, what was in style? I'm trying to think of what the style was. Narcissus Malfoy. Um, so was this whole Harry Potter theme, you know, how she had like the blonde hair underneath, but it turned out that we just ended up doing purple underneath and black on top. And I was working a career that didn't really mind that. And I did go to my next job with purple and black hair. Um, But anyways, so the point is, is that I did something that really, really scared me and I have black hair now and I remember thinking in the mirror and I've got bangs too, because like, let's not, let's not forget. Like I had like swoopy bangs. I didn't have the straight across bangs yet. Like I have straight across bangs now, but I had the swoopy hair and this was that, (laughs) I was so shocked. That I would ever, and I mean ever, dye my hair black. And I literally looked at it and I said, this is, like, my final form. Like, I say this every time I get my hair dyed. But, like, I was, like, I look gorgeous. And she took a picture of my hair. Um, I do just to remember it was really expensive. But she was doing a color correction. So I was, like, ah, uh, this is a little expensive. But it was my treat to myself because I never professionally dyed my hair. And I didn't trust anyone since that one person dyed my hair in, like, my freshman year. And she killed my hair. <laughs> I had such long, pretty hair. And she was like, let's kill it. Um, but we did have to bleach the ends. So I think that's kind of why um, we did have to heavily bleach the ends. Because I had red in my hair at that time. Yeah, if you go through a breakup, you might get stuck with red hair. And that's what happened in high school. I dyed my hair half red. And I said, F you. Eh. Uh, I'm hot. I'm a hot bitch. Um, oh, I cussed. I'm sorry. Um, but anyways, I was like, I'm hot. So I'm gonna dye my hair red. Uh, cause at the time, that family didn't like that I dyed my hair, and it really leads me to today and why I'm talking about conventionally attractivism, So we've covered what conventionally attractive was back then. That was the blonde hair, the blue eyes. Let's be honest, it's white girls. Okay. Um, you know, it was white girls. It was not our, uh, more inclusive that we have now. It was white girls and it still is white girls. So let's not even talk about that. It's still white girls are the beauty standard anyways. So back in the day, it really was that blonde hair, blue eyes. The, the reason I'm talking about that is because I remember distinctly and I, I, I have to have a conversation with this person because what they said was not okay, and you may disagree. You may be like, oh, that wasn't really that bad to say, but it's more of like the tone and what that person was meaning, so the person that was talking about me said that I looked quote-unquote different, and then they proceeded to talk about My looks and him covered in tattoos, and really try to cover their ass and be like, "Oh, I know people who have tattoos, so it's okay. And I'm like, "Yeah, but do you like those people? And do you respect those people? Just because you know people with tattoos, do you like them? Do you respect them? It really goes back to kind of like that comment of like, "I can't be racist. I have a black friend, and yes, you can. Um, and you can still hate people who have tattoos, even if you know people who have tattoos. Anyways, that threw me into a spiral. At that time, I was trying to lose more weight. So if you do know me, you do know that I tried really, really hard to lose weight about a year ago. um, I actually started like April. I got like really sick and then I talked to my doctor about losing weight and he was like, this is how much I think that you need to be eating. And... Let's just be honest, my, my doctor's not a dietitian, so he definitely undercut me a little bit there. And I'm really learning um, and trigger warning. You know, I do have an ED, and I've had an ED, and I'm going to be in recovery for the rest of my life. Uh, but binging was a really, really big thing of me. Really, really big thing for me, okay? Um, and I just definitely ate way too much, and I would make myself sick all the time. And so back to the real topic, I did try to lose quite a bit of weight and that that worked out for me. My partner met me in May. I was in the process of losing weight. I was working out consistently probably like five to six days a week. I was really, really, really consistent in the gym, um, lifting and I enjoyed it and I loved it and my partner loved me at pretty much my heaviest And my partner loves me now at a lower weight than I was. And he's proved to me that what I think I think of myself is not correct. And he's really done a good job of reminding me of the beauty that I do hold. Just because I may not be happy with my weight doesn't mean that I'm not a pretty person. And, I mean, he likes my body 100%. (laughs) Like, he really likes the way that my body looks. And I look in the mirror and I definitely don't see that. So at that time, I was very, very, very self-conscious. And this person made this comment, wrongfully so, behind my back, didn't talk to me about it. I was really under the impression that this person really liked me. And they did. They did like me. They just were really thrown off by my looks. And I want to say, like, I get it. You know, I'm a bad bitch. Some people can't just be in the presence of a bad bitch yeah I wanted to say that but in reality I was like oh my gosh I have to change my hair like I have to die back to blonde like um I can't get rid of these tattoos like I'll just cover it when I'm around them and all this stuff and I really did care about their opinion because this was someone I was meeting for the first time and I wanted I valued what they were saying about me because I felt like it held importance of my relationship and I realized now it holds absolutely no importance in my relationship and I really freaked out over no Flippin' reason, but it did to me because it it triggered a self conscious part of me that I did not like, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to change myself. So when I saw the person the next time, I realized my tattoos were out and I kind of hid them. Um, they tried again to cover it up, being like, oh, my cousins have tattoos, and I was kind of like, okay, but does your cousin have like a full sleeve? Because while I think tattoos are so normalized in today's society, they're not at the same time. I have, though, never been turned down by a single job because I have a full sleeve of tattoos. I've never been turned down because my tattoos are visible. My tattoos are tasteful. Tasty. They're a little tasty. No. Um, they're very tasteful. Like, I don't have anything that I need covered, on my arms at all and I'm not going to I, I, I put them on my legs if I want to do that because you can cover that up more or somewhere else where people can't see them because I want to get like a horrors you know tattoo on me eventually a couple horror tattoos at some point I'm saying horror but because of my speech it comes out to say horror horror okay h-o-r-r-o-r don't you guys think I'm getting some horror tattoos I could be getting horror tattoos and that's my business not yours. Anyways, so I am wanting to eventually add on to my sleeve and it will be completely covered. And then I think I want to make, make the other arm another sleeve tattoo. Sleeves, tattoos, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, you know, when I met the person, I definitely had uh, quite a few tattoos. They were not completely finished, but I had met them with arms out. It was hot summer. So they really saw my tattoos, but I've never been denied by a single job for having tattoos. And that's the worst part is they are sitting there and judging me for this quote unquote different look, but I have never had a job turn me down. I am a flippin' teacher, okay? I I literally teach right now. This person's like getting back on their truck. So if they, you know, are a little loud, I'm so sorry. Anyways, but I literally teach in a high school, and guess what? I'm cool as heck. I am so cool to these kids because I look like them, and if I had a teacher who looked like this when I was in high school, I'd have had the biggest, fattest crush on them ever, and I've had people say that to me before. They're like, if you were my teacher, I'd have the biggest, fattest crush on you, and I'm like, yeah, I have a big, fat crush on myself. But when I had met the rest of the other people um, during Thanksgiving, I did cover my arms. I was kind of around older people in a really small town mindset. So, like, I want to remind everyone that I grew up in a small town. Um, I live in kind of a bigger city now. It's a city. It's not really, like, a bigger city. I only have three targets. (laughs) But for anyone who is, like, native to here, they'll be like, it's not a big city. Because it's not. And I grew up in a really small town. I do remember the whole emo phase really hit our small town and it was like the hottest thing ever. And I just literally could not commit to it. Um, People had the black hair and the the, like super crazy bangs. That was not me. I did have a side part. It just wasn't that deep. It really wasn't that deep. Um, But uh, back then, like I really could not afford like this whole little emo phase that everyone had. But still, when people looked like that as we got older or younger, beside, like, the era when emo bands were really hot and popular, people did not like that. <laughs> I remember distinctly being like, oh, my God, that's such a goth girl. Like, I remember, like, they would talk about goth girls in just a really sh- shitty way because it was hotter to be the cheerleader or the basketball player, or the softball player. Like, it was hotter to be conventionally attractive And anyone who's listening from my small town, if you have any complaints, um, throw it in the garbage because I don't care, but that's how it was. That was my perspective. And I wasn't like a, you know, a loser that no one liked. I, I was pretty normal, pretty, I want to say pretty average. Um, I definitely had a lot of friends from a lot of different areas of life. I played sports. I was in FFA and stuff. So I was in a lot of things, but, um, I wanted to fit that conventional attractive too, but anyways, back to the story, they were a smaller town, and I was not trying to give, you know, Grammy and Grandpa a heart attack, because I had, like, a guy with a gun on me, Um, and that's where you probably be like, is that tasteful or not, because, I mean, it's Boba Fett, let's be honest, Uh, I don't think he's, I don't think he's a gun, I know he has, like, the, the thing on his back, like, I, I can't even think of it right now. it's so early in the morning, but I didn't want to give them heart attack, so I just covered my arms and I worked really, really hard to make sure that there was no tattoo showing and Because I know how important first impressions are with people, and I want to be authentic to myself so if we're talking now, my idea has changed, and i'll I'll get to that, but I covered it because i I really was just trying to just make peace and not give them heart attack. I I knew that it would. And I have questions. And while I like fully embrace my badass tattoos, I also know that there's are certain areas where it may not be completely safe for me to be showing my tattoos. And when I say safe, I mean it's going to throw me into a spiral. And so I don't want to trigger myself or anything or, or really anyone else. And while, you know, you should always be authentically yourself, I also really want to just feel safe in the environment that I'm in. So I wore long sleeves and I did that for Christmas too. But this comment has really gotten to me because when we think of like the word different, it's not always said in a really positive way. And I think that I have to destigmatize this word of different to understand that this person just cannot wrap their tiny brain around me as a person. And it comes from a really judgmental place and where they're coming from. Like, I definitely probably am, you know, a parent's first nightmare. By the way, I look not by the way I am. I have it. I have everything set for me. You know, I have been paying and living on my own for three years. I've been moved out of the house since I was 18. I have a great dog and she looks nothing like me because she's a big fluffy dog. And I'm more like a Rottweiler. But all of these things that I hold, you know, a degree, a good degree, a salary job, my own car, all these great things it doesn't take away from how people perceive me based off of my looks and I have noticed when I walk into high school that I definitely get some are you a student but uh that's because I look young but I have noticed some looks towards my tattoos and that's on them maybe they're just curious about it but I realized that how others perceive me is not really my freaking business If you have a prejudgmental idea of those with tattoos and those with black hair and piercings, that's on you. And you really need to break down this beauty standard. And this is what I'm going to get into is why beauty is subjective. And I have been listening to this term for the past couple days and I've been thinking so much about it. And while I'm going to have a talk with this person about what they said wasn't okay, because when I walk into my classroom and I teach my students, one of the biggest things is I really talk about this idea of if someone cannot fix it in five minutes, don't point it out. Do not point that shit out. okay? because if someone can't go and dye their hair in five fucking minutes, don't say it. If someone has tattoos that you don't like, guess what? They can't just erase that off, okay? They're not like those little bears back in the 2000s where you would draw little tattoos on them and you can erase them off because you put them in the washer and dryer. You can't do that with me. You can't take my tattoos off. And so the best thing for you to do is just shut your mouth and not say anything about it. And this goes to anyone, okay? I have an idea of what I like with tattoos. A lot of people do not have tattoos that I like, and guess what I do? Oh, that looks really nice. It's not really my style. In my head, I'll say that's not really my style, but I really like it. And I'll tell them, I like your tattoos. That's nice. That's a, that's a good tattoo. I can appreciate a good tattoo. I can appreciate a good hair color. Blonde is not my color anymore, but I love when people have blonde hair. Okay. Blue eyes, brown eyes. I am so breaking down this idea of beauty is subjective or breaking down this idea of conventional attractiveness to beauty is subjective. And so just because someone doesn't find me pretty doesn't mean someone else won't find me pretty. My partner thinks I'm the hottest girl on this planet, and I swear he would pick me over a supermodel. And I think all the time, like, why would you pick me over a supermodel? But just similar to that TikTok woman, I think it's it, her name starts with an A it's like Alyssa or something. I don't know. Her husband's name is Scott. Okay. So she's a bigger woman with a six pack man. And a lot of people definitely look at her and be like, well, why wouldn't he just pick a supermodel? Well, why the hell would he pick a supermodel? Okay. Some of those supermodels may not have a personality the way that his wife does. So why would he pick a supermodel? And that's not to be like supermodels are vague people who have no brains. It's just to be like, Why does he need to pick someone that fits a conventional attractive when her personality and what she looks like is gorgeous? She is a gorgeous woman. Just because she's a bigger woman doesn't mean she's not pretty. And so this beauty is subjective and beauty is in the eye of the beholder. When I was a kid, I remember listening to that all the time and beauty was in the eye of the beholder. And I was told that all the time and I was kind of like, what the freak are you talking about? And as I've gotten older, I realize the idea of beauty is in the eye of the beholder is beauty is subjective. Beauty is subjective. And if you are sitting there and picking something out of somebody, just take five seconds, calm down, and say, okay, what about that person do I hate that's on me? And so the biggest thing is we are perceiving, okay, perceiving projecting we are projecting I don't think about the word we are projecting our insecurities on other people so when I don't feel really good I'm like no way my partner can ever find me attractive and I really project those insecurities onto him and he's like no you're like the literal hottest girl in the world I, I literally pick you over a supermodel because that person loves me and that person loves the way that I look. And just because you don't like the way someone looks does not mean that you need to attack that person. And so let's learn a little bit more kindness in this world and realize this beauty is subjective is a really hotter topic right now. Okay. Um, one of the examples that I, I listened to in Drew's podcast was a guy commented, Meg the Stallion is not my type. Like I'll never have her. And that's fine. Megan Thee Stallion cannot be your type. Or Kendall Jenner cannot be your type. Or Kim Kardashian cannot be your type. Or, because let's, let's kind of veer into um where people do want the conventionally attractive. Maybe in the Kardashians right now. It's really in the Kardashians, Jenners. Versus, I would rather look like Drew from TikTok. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. She's a six foot tall woman. She is absolutely strong like she could she could literally crush me and I would say thank you because she is a strong woman she works out she lifts she is such a beautiful person but and people comment on her things and they don't think she's pretty I think she is that's who I want to be I want to be that person. I want to be strong. I want to be beautiful. And I want to be able to know that I'm gorgeous. And what other people are saying has nothing to do with me. And it has everything to do with them. It is really just an insecurity that they're projecting onto me. The person who made that comment doesn't know how to do their hair. She doesn't know how to do makeup. Like, I would never wear the clothes that she wears a day in my life. Maybe back in the day when I was trying to fit, like, normal, conventional, attractive standards, I would never do that. And guess what I've never done is point that out to her, okay? I've never been, like, I would never wear your clothes. And that's okay because I can just be, like, her style is not my style, but I don't have to say that to her. I don't have to point that out to her, and I don't have to be mean to her. I don't have to be mean to anyone, especially if I'm projecting my own insecurities. I'm going to get a drink. I told you that this topic is, like, hot, hot, hot. I wish I had tea because I'm, like, literally laying the tea out for you right now. But I am so tired of conventionally attractive white women running the beauty industry. The representation has gotten better, but it's not there. Okay, I realize that I'm blessed with the way that my body curves. I'm not considered plus size. I'm really considered mid-size. I have a nice, nice little round booty. Um, I have bigger boobs that, you know, stay pretty in place. I believe so. And that was <laughs> it's so funny because when I was younger, I was a part of the itty bitty titty committee. My grandparents used to say to me, I don't know why anyone would comment on your boobs. Honestly, my, my grandparents were, they really comment on my boobs a lot. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I know that my grandma's listening to this, and she's gonna be like, "What do you mean?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, you did comment on my boobs." She she did call them the itty bitty titty committee. Anyways, and I remember being like, "Oh my god, I want these big boobs," and then I've got big boobs. And while my body has extra rolls than it does when I was a kid, and my stomach p- pokes out a little bit more, I am beautiful. I'm a mid-sized gal. I'm very medium. And my partner is a six foot tall man. He is mm, so fine. I mean, so fine. (laughs) He has the blue eyes and the pretty hair. Yeah, he has gray hair. Um, And, you know, he has the muscles. He can build muscle. And he's six foot tall and skinny. And he is mm -mm, everything I could ever dream of. But When people look at me versus him, I feel like they do judge. What is this bigger girl doing with him? And it's like, why are you looking? (laughs) Because I'm hot as hell. And I deserve to be with him because he's hot as hell. And two hot as hell people deserve to be together, right? I mean, you can't lie to me. Two hot as hell people deserve to be together. And if you think anything different, there's the door. Um, But the point is, is that um, people really do need to have better representation. So when I think of myself, a lot of people consider me more goth alternative. And I don't really know why. (laughs) I wear a lot of black. So this was actually said by my students one time. And they were like, we didn't expect your partner to look like that. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, we expected him to be more like, what? and they were like covered in tattoos looking like you wears all black and I was like okay well let's keep those comments to ourselves um because my partner does not look like me they they really dress a lot differently than me we do have matching clothes though so it's really cute but I wear a lot of like neutral colors I have black hair and I have all my tattoos on me my partner has none He's still fine without them. I think he's fine as hell. Um, but we do look a lot different. And I know that there's a lot of preconceived judgment based off of the fact that we look like two different people. Like, we're going to two different events. Have you ever heard that? Um saying where people will be like you show up with your friends and you look like you're going to two different events that's literally us every day I think we're going to two opposite events all the time and his style is really changing and evolving and I love that because he looks so good in the way he dresses now but the thing is is that there are a lot of preconceived ideas about me you know such as the idea that I am golf and alternative. And I would say that, yeah, alternative probably fits better for me. I did grow up listening to Evanescence. And so, I this lawnmower is back and I really don't understand why he's doing this at 8 o'clock in the morning. This this guy's definitely a dad. Definitely a dad. Anyways, so, um, back to the alternative. I would consider myself alternative. I was listening to Evanescence at like 7 years old and making ballet routines too. How can you see into my ass? Anyways, I'm not going to sing for you. I know that was a free performance. Free. Come back and pay five dollars and I'll give you more. I'll even give you a ballet routine because I came up with one in my bedroom when I was young. Anyways, but I was seven years old listening to Evanescence and Alternative was really like my household. So when this person did make comments about my tattoos, I had to step back and be like, my reality is different than theirs because I grew up with tattoos all around me. I grew up with alternative music. I was definitely listening to music I probably shouldn't have listened to when I was so young. I don't know. Um, but really, like, kind of the alternative pop punk scene. I don't know and so the idea is that this person definitely believes differently than I do, but I did grow very alternative. I just didn't have the money growing up to be able to do that, and now I do, and I can buy more alternative clothing. I've always worn black. This is no different from when I was a kid. I remember my grandpa yelling at me, being like, you have to stop wearing black so much, and I really hate the comments, like, whose funeral are you going to, and I just say myself, going to my own funeral, and people are like, that's so funny, and I'm like, It's not meant to be funny. Um, I'm really just throwing shade back at you because you think I'm going to a funeral because I'm wearing all black. (laughs) Anyways, I had that said to me, like, last weekend. And I said that, and the person thought I was, like, hilarious. And I was like, I don't think I'm that funny. I think I'm funny, but that joke was just really meant to be mean to you because you wanted to be mean to me. But the mindset that this person operated from making that comment about me came from a really insecure place and I know that um but it did throw me through through a loop and so this past year I've been really breaking down this beauty subjective I like I said there are still some parts of my body that I'm not okay with but I'm really starting to get to the point that it's like I don't want to be dieting my whole life I don't want to be trying to lose weight my whole life because I'm missing out on crucial moments of my life because I'm working on you know losing weight all the time And that's not okay because the least interesting thing about me is is my looks. And I tell my kids that all the time. You know, the least interesting thing about me is my career. The least interesting thing about me is my looks. To be honest, the most interesting thing is how kind I am. I am a teacher. I am a really kind person. And I work really, really hard every day to be the best person I can be for everyone around me and for myself too, you know, someday I do want to have kids and I want to be in a very healthy relationship. And so that means really working myself and I'm not going to have my children listen to me talk bad about myself. I want to have my children and I look in the mirror and love each other because the the more I would say negative comments, my kids are going to pick up on that. I did when I was younger, it was constantly like, I'm too fat. Like, you know that bread's gonna go to your hips and things like that all those comments made really really enforce this ed and this really negative mindset for me and I don't want to be continuously working on that I want to keep dyeing my hair black I at some point have thought about doing brown so it's less maintenance but I like my hair black I like my hair with bangs I want to grow my hair out I think about like what color hair my wedding pictures are going to be and I think black I think it's so authentic to me. And my partner is like, I've never seen you with anything but black hair. And that's true. And I'm okay with that because I like black hair. But I have to break down my idea of beauty. My idea of beauty is not a Kardashian. I think that they are pretty. But that's not my idea of beauty. My idea of beauty is how I look. I want to look in the mirror and be like, you're so pretty. You're so good looking. I want to affirm myself, and so all these times I'm looking for attention and seeking this from guys growing up um, to give me the attention and the love that I was really seeking. I can do that to myself, and that's the biggest thing that I really learned this year is trusting myself and trusting my opinion of myself, and also trusting that I think I'm attractive, and I need to think I'm attractive. I don't care if anyone else finds me attractive. I care about myself and my partner finding me attractive and even at the end of the day I want to find myself attractive for myself and so I really have to break down these ideas of what is beauty and I'm encouraging you to do that too beauty is not the Kardashians okay the big lips the you know teeny tiny waist, and the big ass and the big boobs that's not the beauty standard because beauty is subjective And they are pretty, and I could admit that while also being like, that's not my style. That's how you compliment somebody. Like, you're pretty, and while recognizing that that's not how you look, or that's not how you're going to look. Because when I met someone else, you know, later that year at Thanksgiving, they were like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. And that was a compliment, instead of saying, like, I look different because I get it. (laughs) I do look different and that's okay because I'm not here to look like everyone else. She looks like every other bitch. Okay. That's not me. I don't want to look like every other person because I did that for so many years and I was unhappy. I hated myself. I love myself more this year than I have ever loved myself. And guess what? I'm, you know, way in the 200s. Okay. Okay. I'm at 200, you know, I am five, four and a half. I'm like, not, not the little little, petite girl who has to get, has to get her boyfriend to get this cereal from the top shelf. No, I'm not that girl, but I'm also not like taller. And with platforms, I am taller and I do like to be a little bit taller. Most people think I'm taller than I really am. And I have the black hair and the piercings and the tattoos. I fit into my standard of beauty and my partner's standard of beauty. And that's all that matters is really that I'm fitting into my standard of beauty. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. Do you fit into your standard of beauty? And deconstructing your idea of what beauty is, okay? Because a beauty is not a fat ass in tiny ways. Beauty is not blonde hair and blue eyes for me. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Is for, for those things are not beauty for me. They are pretty on those people. But to me, when I look in the mirror, that's beauty. I'm looking at myself in the mirror right now my beautiful brown eyes and my beautiful beautiful bangs and my black hair um that's beauty to me and I can still encourage and find other girls beautiful while also being like that's not my beauty standard because beauty is subjective and someone does find them attractive and that's okay they will someone also finds me attractive and someone finds you attractive because beauty is subjective in this idea of supermodels with itty-bitty waist and blonde hair and blue eyes. Ugh. You know, what is it? Is it Bella Hadid? I can't spell her name. I can't say her name right. But I think it was Bella. She was talking about how she got this nose job and she wished she didn't because she took away what makes her Eurocentric. Um, Is it Eurocentric? I... she was just basically saying like her nose was too big and she didn't, she didn't like that her nose was too big. And so she, you know, got botched so that it fit a a different standard of beauty that she was trying to appear to, the conventionally attractive beauty. And she regrets that because that really took away from like, really what beauty beauty is and her mindset and her family's mindset because I thought she was beautiful with a nose before but I love like the nice big noses you know I like if your nose is very eurocentric, um you know those noses are gorgeous I love it my partner has like a bit bigger of a nose and I love it I tell him all the time I'm like that's my that's like one of my favorite features of you um and I have like a little nose <laughs> a little bitchy nose but anyways um people are trying to fit this mold of conventionally attractivism and really you just end up unhappy okay all those people and and that's fine to get plastic surgery but there are a lot of people who regret it and get it reversed because they were trying to fit a conventionally attractive and then realize that that wasn't them and it's really okay if beauty changes in your mind and you change your looks to fit what you think beauty is, but at the end of the day it's about what fitting the idea of beauty for yourself. Sorry, I had to like pause really quick because apparently the lawn mower just needs to be going by. Everyone is just like mowing back here and I just don't get it. Um so really I'm gonna I'm gonna end this soon. And encourage you to look in the mirror and be kinder to yourself. To stop comparing yourself to Instagram girls because Instagram girls don't even look like that. TikTok girls don't even look like that. That girl trend being skinny. It's promoting eating disorders at the end of the day. It's giving very pedo too, at the end of the day, um, what these conventionally attractive standards are. So at the end of the day. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to be kinder to yourself because someone finds you attractive and you should always let that someone be yourself, okay? Because nobody can knock you down if you don't think what they think. If you have insecurities, it's really easy for people to feed into those insecurities, but it's really hard for people to feed into those and feed into you if you think you're beautiful yourself and so I really encourage yourself to give you I really encourage you to give yourself more kindness and more love and to look and break down these ideas of what you think beauty is and know that society sets an idea of what beauty is and you can be completely opposite of that and still be beautiful please don't let people make this idea of beauty in your head really destigmatize a lot of these words fat um different things like that destigmatize these words and realize that a lot of people come from a place of insecurities when they call out yours and they're just trying to project their own issues onto you and that's really what bullying is bullying is projecting people's issues onto you and just be kind to yourself all right, so that is definitely the end of this episode. I am sipping on my iced coffee. You know, I said this was hot, hot, hot. It is. I am sipping on my iced coffee. Ah! Oh my gosh, I totally spilled it on myself. Um, I was like a total, like, real scream. I wonder if there's any napkins in this thing. Okay, so I am... <sighs> Anyways... <laughs> I really encourage you guys to just be yourself. Be happy with yourself. Know that there is someone who admires you and loves you and that should be you, but it's someone else too. And I also just encourage yourself encourage you to give yourself more kindness. I said this earlier, but be kind to yourself. I love you. I think you're beautiful. I think you're handsome, I don't know, whatever, you you know, where do you want to be, I think that you're wonderful and you look great, but the least attractive thing, or the least interesting thing about you is looks, being attractive, that's the least interesting thing about you, and I encourage you to build up your own self, and no one can knock that down, so I'm going to finish the rest of my coffee, I really enjoyed this episode and being able to ramble. I really wrote no script for this. I just rambled. And I hope that something out of this makes sense to you because this is just my brain's thoughts and the things I've been thinking about this morning. So I love you. Have a great rest of your day. Whenever you're listening to this, have a great whatever. And look in the mirror and give yourself some kindness. Bye.